You guys, we have such a special episode today. Um, Heather is joining me on the podcast. Um, It's our first podcast that we've actually recorded since she had baby Sutton. So, so excited. Um, I just had so many questions for her and was so excited to hear about her birth story. um, And also just like how the transition's been. I'm so close behind her. I only have about three and a half, four weeks left, which is so insane to even verbalize. Um, But yeah, this is a really good one. And I know you guys have been waiting to hear about this. Um, She did write a blog um, on Friday, so you can check that out too. But we get into it all here as well. Um, So we're just so excited to share it with you guys. Um, I know we teased a little bit ago that we were going to get the boys on and kind of have a fun like four of us um but as you can imagine our schedules between her um you know being on maternity leave and me trying to get work done before maternity leave it just wasn't possible um and it will be way more fun when all of us can drink together and just chat about how life is going <laughs> um but anywho hope you guys really enjoy this episode Um, If you have any other questions for Heather, like, feel free to DM us. She pops in and out of Instagram when she can. Um, But yeah, enjoy this special episode. Just kidding. One more thing that I wanted to say was the audio on my side is not great. Um, I just learned that it doesn't work to record in my car on Bluetooth. Um, So you can't hear me too well, so I'm so sorry for that. But Heather, you can hear clearly. She's the important one on this anyways. So (laughs) I'm just leading the questions. And, um, you know, if you can listen to it where it's a little bit more quieter behind you, if you're driving on the road, sorry, it's not that great. Um, But we're learning. And obviously, um, it's just such great content. And we're excited to share. Hey, I'm Heather. And I'm Brooke. We're two mompreneurs and friends for almost 10 years who've watched each other go from single AF to married with child. Soon to be children. Tune in every Wednesday to hear us and our lovely guests dish about motherhood, entrepreneurship, relationships, and tips on how we try to balance it all. We're ready to let it all hang out. Yes, all of it. The pretty, the messy, the too tight for our skinny jeans. If only for a good therapeutic laugh, or cry. Hashtag real talk. Welcome to a space for soul. We're excited to share ours with you. So guys, we have a special guest. Heather Lovato is back in the house. I'm so excited to be back. Mama's back. I know. understand we've gone from like talking every single day to like barely talking once a week right now I mean we talk in different ways I like went in a hole but like talking on the phone has been very minimal these days but understandable because there's no silence like if I hopped on the phone with you there'd either be there'd be a child somewhere doing something and we actually the times we have talked on the phone are hilarious because somehow I'll get on the phone and then Vaughn instantly like needs something, even if he's been totally entertained or my nanny's here and he's like full on into her. And then he's like, Oh, mom's on the phone. Hi. And I'm like trying to like talk strategy with Brooke for work or something. And I'm like, uh, I can't even do this right now. <laughs> like it's yeah, so I funny. Know. I think it's like the forces of nature telling you like, just keep relaxing girl. Yeah. So- like get the fuck off the phone. 
I have so many questions. I'm like shoot nearing this child popping out at any second and I'm looking at Heather as like you have all the answers. Tell me everything. Um, and uh, you, guys are, you guys are going to know how it's going. We've given you a little sneak peeks here and there on Instagram, but this is the beginning of a new chapter. <laughs> it is too. The the chapter of two and I know my sneak peeks on Instagram of baby <laughs> what? <laughs> Liza, tell me going. I'm so excited. Yes. Oh my gosh, I totally heard you say something different. I was like, what did you say? Um so it well, first I shared my birth story on the blog. So I'm not gonna go too much into that. If you want to hear how the birth went, um and I sneak peek, it was a lot different than Vaughn's. Um, head to our blog at soulspace.co slash blog and you can read about Sutton's moment coming into the world. Um which is wild and super fun and quick compared to Vaughn. So it's all I'm going to say. Um, but basically, it's going good. Yeah, it basically was. Yeah, it was. Like no pressure yeah. because I just had the most amazing birth. <laughs> <laughs> like basically you just have to like cut your birth time in half and like not feel a thing. Yeah, right. No, it was like whirlwind status. I mean, I'll go into a little bit in case people don't have the blog, but it was just, I mean, in and out 12 hours with Vaughn, I labored at home for almost 24 and then was admitted for like another 12 and had him. I mean, I labored for like literally 36 hours and she just like flew into the world. I mean, at one point they were like, turn to your side, don't move, don't push. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> because I knew there was like pressure down there, but I didn't know that was because like my child's head was about to fall out. Like I just thought it was like pressure. I don't know, you no. know, and I thought I was like, the epidural was like wearing off. No, my child was like literally ready to like fly into the world. Um, did you so, feel like, I guess my kind of first question of this whole like process, did you feel like going into it? Like I got this, this, I like, I've done this before, you know, like, is it kind of like veterans experience here I go or what, how did you feel like leading up to it? You know, what's so funny is actually I felt almost like it was my first time again. Like I felt confident that I was going to know when I was having contractions, but really even when they started happening, I was kind of like, are these contractions? I think they are. Yeah, no, they are. No, they're not. Mm, they are. Like you, I felt yeah. new. And also I think it was a little different for me too, because I was birthing at a new hospital again with a new doctor and a whole new experience where I think if I was up North where I had Vaughn, I might've felt a little bit more like I know what the drill is. Um, I didn't know how this hospital was going to be. I didn't know if they were going to like, you know, the biggest thing I always worry about is are they going to admit me? Cause I'm actually um, GB positive, which is like the strep B it's a, um, there's like a bacteria down there. That's a healthy bacteria, but when a baby's being born, it can't be born through that bacteria. So since I give vaginal birth, I need to have an antibiotic prior to giving birth. And I'm also allergic to penicillin. So I can't get a super strong antibiotic that knocks it out within six hours. Like, um, or I think it's four and you can get two doses. Like I have to get this one that I have to get, if I want two doses, it's every six hours. So even with Sutton's birth, like I only got one dose of the antibiotic and then they prefer two. So we actually still are on alert for watching her for, um, any reactions to that like there can be a first wave and then apparently there's a wave a few months later so like mm -hmm. she could get septic or I mean it's actually it can get serious so um 
you know, for me, I'm always worried that I'm going to get into labor and delivery and they're like, nope, you're three, go home. But I want to always get admitted as soon as possible so that I can start getting the antibiotics. Um, so I was a little, I was still a little anxious because of that. And also I've heard as it was true for me, second babies come a lot quicker because your body knows what's up. And so I was super panicked, like, oh my God, this one's going to come quicker. And the contractions started feeling more intense fast. Like I wasn't necessarily dilating faster. I mean, I guess I was because I had labored for like 12 hours with Vaughn and I was still a two, um, where when I had labored for three or four hours with Sutton, I was almost a four. Um, so my body was actually progressing faster, but I was just worried they were going to send me home. And then I was going to get home and be like a seven and a half and not get the antibiotics, not be able to get an epidural and like by force have a natural delivery, which is not my vision. <laughs> so, um, I did either. feel different. Yeah, no, give me the drugs girl. Um, but yeah, so I felt, I felt nervous in certain ways, but I also felt very like, okay, I've handled contractions before. I know I need to breathe. Like you know, Nick was definitely more relaxed too. Like he was like, I mean, for part of it, there's nothing to do. So he was like watching a movie and I'm like, you know, laboring or he'd come over and run my back and then I'd, you know, stop or whatever. But, um, we were definitely more relaxed, but I was a little still on edge cause I just like wanted things to go smoothly, you know? Yeah, for sure. But that makes sense. Like that's so much unknown of like going to a new hospital, a new doctor, like those are still things that you're like, you know, out of your, your control and things that you haven't experienced yet. So that makes total sense why. Yeah. I felt like, but I also like that you said Nick was like more relaxed this time because I feel like the first time John was like, they do not prepare you for this stuff. Like he's like, I, you know, and we've yeah. done this as we needed to, but like I, he didn't know, like I, when I was like shaking before I got my um, epidural and I was like throwing up, he was like, what is happening? Like, this is so much more intense than I imagined. And once I got the epidural. You shook too um, before the epidural? Like, like, was it like cold shivers? Yeah, I was like, just yeah. shaking. It was weird. It was almost like, you know, when like your muscle like shakes because of fatigue, but it was like my whole body. Mm-hmm. <laughs> That's how I, I get like really, really cold before I get the epidural. I don't know what is, go- I think it's the fluids because they have to pump. Before you can get your epidural, you have to get a bag of fluid into your body before they'll even give it to you. And they kind of pump it, they were pumping it fast for me. But I thought, you know, the first time I thought I was just kind of, I don't know what was going on, but I thought maybe my body was just sensitive to everything. But literally, they pump these fluids in you. And I like get the shakes so bad too. And it's like cold shakes, like the minute. I'm not under like the blanket they have for you. Plus I bring my own to the hospital. If I'm not under both of those, I'm like literally convulsing, shaking, like my teeth are totally chattering. Um, it's like so dramatic. Like if I get up to go to the bathroom, by the time I come back, I'm like, you know, trying to get in bed and they just look at me like I'm crazy. So I kind of love that that happens to you too. I was like, am I like a big puss? Like what is going on? Like, I feel like this is crazy. And I was not even, I was like two or three, I think, but my contractions were like two minutes apart. She's like, no, you're having intense mm. contractions. I'm like, because I feel like I'm such a baby right now. <laughs> you know, like you go totally. like, what the hell? I'm like, give me the medicine. <laughs> no, <laughs> like, I do love the nurses. Through. They're so, totally. No, no one needs to be here on birth. Just get out alive. Um, <laughs> I I love the nurses that, that are like so honest and sweet with you too, because mine was the same. She was like, oh my gosh, this is a big one. You're doing great. And I'm like, okay, thank God for validating that because I just feel like I'm like such a, 
wimp over yeah. here and I'm like having these massive contractions, which I don't know if they're massive or not. They just progressively get so painful and uncomfortable. And, um, you know, and, and Nick can't tell it there either, but then Nick started looking at the screen when he, you know, remembered where they would like track and he was like, okay, this one's huge, you know, like walking me through it, which yeah. is helpful because they are, they just, and that's the thing is they got so intense so fast with her delivery where Vaughn, I like eased into it over a long period of time. Her, it was like six o'clock. They were like happening and getting a little uncomfortable by like 10 30. I was like, what the hell is happening? And I didn't get admitted until midnight. So I didn't even get my epidural till like, I think it was almost 1am. Um, so I labored, you know, for five hours, but they made me walk this time to progress. Cause my thing is I always go into labor when my doctor's like on a no call. So yeah. I literally like I had a prescription from my doctor, love him, Dr. Ackerman. He was like, it was a prescription on the tablet. I hadn't even read it. Nick just like had it. They were like, give this to the doctor when you go on. I'm like, okay. And I just, like handed it to Nick. I'm like, put it in your wallet. I won't remember this. And then he hands it to me in labor and delivery. And I'm like, what does it actually say? And he's like, it says, the prescription is, please call me at any time, Dr. Ackerman. And I was oh. like, um, we should give this to them right now and make sure yeah. they admit me. <laughs> like, I was like, hello, this is my golden Tell ticket here. I've got the direct line to the doctor. <laughs> totally. And he's the head of OB. So I was like, this shit is like money. And I literally said to him, I'm like, I don't know what this means, but um, it says call him. So maybe you can give him a ring and see if he wants to admit me, which they actually didn't. They still talked to the on-call doctor who did say let's admit her because I had a, um, a induction on the books already for a few days later. So they just, like, you know, I was in active labor. Yeah. I'm like, your boss's 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 boss wants you to call him. Okay. Now, I was so funny. I like got like, I was like, not getting sassy, but in those moments, I get very like strategic of like, we're going to negotiate to get me what I want in this moment because I'm not going home. And so yeah. they just, yeah. they were, they were sweet though. The nurses were amazing. They kept working with me. They're like, maybe you should walk for 10 more minutes before we check you again. Maybe you should walk for five more. And then they checked me and I was probably a three and they're like, mm, we're going to say three and a half. And I was like, cool. <laughs> like, does that get me in? <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You're like, whatever so. you can, you can look. <laughs> Totally. But it was, it was a whirlwind because, you know, we had her within 12 hours. We were in like our new room by, you know, 14 hours of being, you know, in labor. And then I was out the following afternoon because we checked out great. She checked out. I was great. She was great. Like there was no reason really for us to stay an extra day, except the, the fact that I was um, strep B positive. So they, you know, could monitor for another day. And the pediatrician came in that morning and was like, she's great. Like you guys can go home, just watch for temperature and, you know, yada, yada. So um, we ended up being able to go home a day early, which it was really funny because everyone's always like, oh, enjoy being in the hospital. Could you come home to a toddler? I was so antsy to get home to Vaughn. Like I hated that I wasn't home with him, even though coming home was totally intense. But like there was, I wasn't as antsy to get home when I had just Vaughn. But yeah. having Sutton and knowing Vaughn was home and like wondering where I was and, you know, very mama in that moment, I was like, I just need to get out of here. Like, I feel fine. Let's go, you know? Yeah. Um, so that was something that was really different this time too. I was very like, I'm good. Let's get out of here. Even though um, the first week was really hard, like healing wise and Vaughn wanted me to pick him up all the time. And 
I did pick him up a few times and I like tore my stitches and, you know, like it was definitely an interesting dynamic when I got home, but I was still so really happy that we you, just got home. You going home, like that was actually a good transition because mm. I'm like curious about, obviously, because I'm going to go through the same process as you, introducing a baby to a toddler. Um, I want to yeah. know how that went and I'm sure everybody else wants to know too, because it's something we've been talking about leading up to it as if we're so... You know, we love our boys obviously so much and we want them to like love the, the new baby. And so talk to me about how that went. Tell me honestly, everything. It, what did you do? Everything. Um, it went so much better than I could have ever planned. Um, I was really, 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 really stressed out about this part too, because, you know, I didn't want Vonda for replaced. I had this whole plan of him meeting her in the hospital. I had bought presents for her to give him. Um, I was being like, you know, Nick was kind of like, yeah, like, we'll just bring him in. I'm like, no, the baby will be out. He will come in. Then we'll bring them. Like I had this very like specific way of how it was going to happen. And then we got discharged during his nap. And so like, he actually couldn't come to the hospital because we would have had to wait. And we were just like, we want to get home. So then I had to totally do an audible. And I was like, oh my God, like, we're going to walk in with a baby. This is exactly what I did not want, you know? Um, So what we did was we, so I definitely recommend, like, if you can have Aiden come to the hospital the day you're going home. So, like, know you're getting discharged. If it works out accordingly, and he's still good about stretching his nap, like, you could probably do it. But, um, you know, just if you can, have him come and, like, have her out of the room and see you, um, you're all going to go home together. And then you're like, Oh, do you want to meet your sister? And like, she comes in the room, whether it's like your mom brought her in or, or, you know, you have a nurse help you or whatever, like whoever can like take her out or bring her back in. Um, that was just what I heard was the best. And then like having them give, you know, the older one a present and like, you know, kind of showing like, Hey, you know, I love you and, and whatever. So, we didn't have that, but with Vaughn, I walked in first. Nick brought the baby in while Vaughn was distracted with me and um, had her in the car seat in, like, the office and then and waited. And then um, I was just kind of playing with him a little bit. And he was kind of like, oh, hey, Mom, some woo. Okay, cool. And then, like, went to, like, playing. It was normal. And then I just said, you know, do you want to meet your little sister? And um, Nick kind of walked her in. And I definitely think that was a good decision of, like, Nick bringing her in and not me. Yeah. Um, and he was like, I know it was, I was just super like worried. and like, yeah, <laughs> I'm like, I should share some of the video. I'll share some of the video on our stories, but basically he was, he was and is obsessed. Um, he kept being like my baby, oh my baby. And like just holding her and kissing her. And, um, she was crying this morning. Um, and he just instantly leaned over and was like, it's okay. And was like patting her back you know, and this is, this is many weeks later and he kisses her, you know, on the head and he wants to feed her when I feed her. So I have to like literally hold her up to him first to feed and be like, Oh, good job. And then I get to feed her. Um, so he's, he's definitely obsessed and the intro went like so well. Yeah. It's, it's like the sweetest, but I think, you know, the, the biggest tips is just have them with you first and then bring her in and figure out however that's going to work for you for you or what feels right for you you know your your child best I think and you can kind of figure out what needs to get done but yeah that was like I mean he's more mad at me 
Like I know I've been waiting for him to start taking things out on her. And literally he's just obsessed and perfect protective big brother. He's more mad at me that I'm not available. And he's being very like, um, you know, whiny, like he hears her cry and get attention. So he'll cry to get attention from me or he'll act out to get attention from me. Um, which like in the beginning worked because then I would start disciplining or I would like get down, you know, on his level and like try to work through it. And then he'd like escalate it to get more attention. And now I like have to basically ignore that, atten- that action, um, uh, which has been yeah. interesting. Yeah. He's yeah, just like, he's acting out a little bit in just different ways. He's not being bad, really. He's just it's very, like I could only imagine like they're just, they're going through a whole like transition, like, there's this crying baby you can't like turn off, <laughs> you know? Totally. Well, and it's like, he wants, he wants to be the apple of my eye. Like I always picked him up. I always had him in my lap. I always, like there wasn't this thing blocking me from him, you know, in certain ways. Um, so I can tell, but he's, he's definitely taking it out on me, not her, which is fine. It's sad, but it is like, that's the part that um, I think is what wears on me the most. Cause I, I have two levels. I have a like, you're being so you know this is wrong and you know not to do these things and so I get very like strict disciplinary person and then I fall the other way where like he'll like so softly and sweetly be like mama like in his crib and I want to go in and break all my sleep training rules and Nick's like what are you doing like I know there's the guilt but you're you're training him that every time he says your name you're going to go in the room no matter what is the deal and I'm like oh you're so right like I'm totally failing and like I'm like on like both sides of the spectrum of just like not figuring it out right so um that's kind of my goal the next few weeks is is managing how to not let the mom guilt creep in but also give him that extra attention so that he doesn't act out to get additional attention yeah totally oh these are like such great tips and I guess um another question I have for you is like what so far has been like like is is it what you expected it would be like is it as easy or as great or as difficult like is it just what you thought it would be um or what's kind of what surprised you I think it is. I was really good at setting my expectations of like, we're about to enter a shit show. Um, I think what was so like, overall, I'm very, um, I'm not shell shocked in any way. Um, It is really hard because you have to split yourself. And on my birthday, Vaughn had a fever. And Sutton was only two weeks old. And that was probably the the biggest reality of feeling like me needing to be in two places and I can't. And it was, it, it was definitely highly emotional because Nick was downstairs taking care of Vaughn. I was secluded on quarantine to just our room with the baby because I can't get sick and the baby couldn't get sick. Um, and I couldn't be downstairs and I heard Vaughn like crying for me and not feeling well. And I knew he had a fever and all I wanted to do was be able to like hold him and comfort him. And I literally couldn't go around him. Um, and like, thank God you guys have the space too. Like I can imagine I would have died. I would have probably had to like go to my parents' house or something. (laughs) I know at one point I was like, gosh, should I just go to, to my in-laws? But it also at two weeks, you don't want to pack up your whole life to go over there. And like my in-laws are the most amazing people ever, but I just wanted to be in my own home, you know? So it was like, it was, yeah. And Nick, Nick, but literally Nick had to like shower and change his clothes before he could even come in the room. 
I mean, it was totally intense. And that was like, definitely, you know, the pediatrician was like, you just, she's too young to get a fever. So you got to be careful. Turns out, I think it was more like a teething fever. It was 101. It was the only symptom he had. He had a tiny clear runny nose that went away. It was like, I think he was just popping his last molar, but we didn't know. And yeah, so we had to like, yeah. And so, you know, the, the, um, I think it's, the reality of how hard it is, isn't shocking to me. Um, what's kind of just been surprising is I, I feel like I bounced back so much quicker this time. Um, not just physically, like I feel like I had one week of severe pain and then like everything started healing and I just feel a lot better. Maybe it's just more a mental thing too. Um, but, but like you just a traumatic experience down there too, right? You did like, true. Which is probably yes. Um, what I, I do. <laughs> I like, do know we've talked about. You. <laughs> well, it doesn't say. I do know we've talked a lot in our different podcasts about episiotomies versus tearing. I naturally tore this time, and while the first week was so effing painful, I was that was it. Where with an episiotomy, I felt like it literally took me six weeks to feel normal down there. I, after about a week, like day six, started turning a corner. And I thought that was really interesting because, um, and I'm I'm so curious about vegetarian. Obviously we talked about this with the down there doc too, but which way did you like naturally tear? Did you tear on your episiotomy line or a different, like a different place? You know, I think from where I can tell where the stitches were, it was kind of both. Um, okay. I don't think I tore straight down my episiotomy line because my stitches were definitely crooked. And like when I had my checkup, my mom's checkup the week after I got discharged, she was like, yeah, those aren't straight, but that's what happens in nature naturally. So okay. I definitely didn't just go straight down my episiotomy line. Um, and you didn't go which up, was, obviously. I think no, 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 no. Okay. Yeah, no. So I think. That sounds Yeah, no. No, no, no. Did not thankfully tear up. But I mean, it was, it was definitely a war zone down there. Like, just to be frank, like, it was not fun. And at one point, I was like, Oh, my God, I had like a moment with you where I like made Nick like check me out because I was like, I can barely see down there. And it feels like, like wrong. It feels like like something's wrong. And he's like, I mean, it looks fine. It doesn't look like you tore anything. You know, but I mean, I it was just like intense. Um, but I just, I bounced back a lot quicker and you just kind of like go in it. Like with, with Vaughn, I felt like I was so slow to like transition to everything. This time I'm like, okay, I'm just in it. Like I have a toddler. You kind of just are already in mom mode because you have to be. And um, like you don't have an it's a little different. Yeah. Like, I mean, it's been super hard. The sleep deprivation is in a whole new level because, um, and I don't know if it's just, you know, recently cause Vaughn had a fever and teething, whatever, but like, he hasn't been sleeping as well, like off and on. It's not like consistent cause the baby's been home. It's just been off and on. So then like Nick's having to wake up in the middle of the night. I'm waking up every two hours cause she's cluster feeding like she just eats all the time. And I'm also hearing when Vaughn wakes up. So it's like, it's literally like they're in sync. And the minute she needs me, it's like Vaughn needs, like Vaughn needs something or the minute I put her down, Vaughn needs something. So it's like, you literally don't get a break, um, which is mentally been harder than I thought it would be. Um, it like, 
it messes with you in your head a little. You're just like, oh my God, like, ah, you know, because with with one, you can find your your personal time. With two, it's a lot harder. And, you know, routine that matches like his, at least for one of her naps, you probably don't get that break. Yeah. And the thing is, I remember with Vaughn, like, it didn't really mirror his nap, but I'm hoping I can kind of like adjust their schedule to where like one will, you know, yeah. um, and yeah. like work with it a little bit. But um, it's funny because at one point I was like, oh, I'm going to go, like, I need to take a bath. Like, I need a minute to myself. She's sleeping. Vaughn, can you handle both? Or Nick, can you handle both, Vaughn? Yeah. I'm like, Vaughn, you're the boss. <laughs> yeah. Um, but I remember I came upstairs, I, I just turned off the bath water. And I hear the baby crying. and I'm like, unbelievable. And then I hear Vaughn melting down. I'm like, you've got to be kidding. And I turn on like our downstairs video, our security cam. And I like, you know, see Nick balancing both, but I hear him say, sister, I think sister's sick. I need you to calm down. And I'm like, oh, great. Like she's, you know, hot or something's wrong. So then I like literally get out of, I don't, I'm like in the water for three minutes, maybe. I get out, I get dressed, I come down. I'm like, what's wrong? And it's like, oh, I was just saying that to like get him to understand that I needed her, but there'd be with her, but she is kind of hot. And I'm like, oh my gosh. So it's like the, even when you have support, you like can't really leave them for a while oh, because okay. there's just too much need going on. Um, well, and there's like, I mean, I'm, I don't even have a second one yet, but there's so many times where I'm like, okay, I just want to go in there and help John or like, I can do mm-hmm. this. Like I can get him to calm down. Like I know how to do it. Not that I know how to do it better, but I just like, I get these weird feelings when like I can hear them either battling or something's going on. Um, but I always remember like, like, okay, if I wasn't here, what would he do? <laughs> you know, but it's mm-hmm. like when you're in your and you can hear what's going down, you want to like come in and be like part of it and help and um, you know, but I, I remember when we had Sahara on, she was like, you need to let them work it out. Like they, they know what, you know, they'll figure it out. Like everything's going to be okay. And I'm like, I already feel like as one that I want to come save the day. I can't imagine like having two, like hearing both of them. And I'm like, ah, I need to go help them. You know, like, that's like basically what happened. Yeah. I was like, ah, like, I don't want to leave. I know that I don't want to be alone in that situation. So I definitely don't want to totally. leave Nick alone in that situation, you know? So yeah, it is a little different where like when it was just Vaughn, I'm like, okay, you can figure it out, you know? Yeah, exactly. Um but, and a funny surprising thing is girls pee on you a lot more than boys do. I don't know if maybe it's just me, but literally, like, she peed on me the minute she came out. Like, it was almost like, ready, mom, like, this is going to be your future. The minute they put her on me after birth, she peed. I was like, cool, you just peed That's on me. so funny. Um, I heard someone yeah. told me that you had a girl when I had Aiden, and, and Aiden actually never really peed on us, like, surprisingly. Or Neither did Vaughn. And I was like what when she told me like her daughter like like would literally pee like across the room I was like what <laughs> it shoots out like it shoots yeah. out like a freaking sprinkler like a broken sprinkler head is like the best way to describe it. I'm not even kidding you I've never oh been God. peed on by Vaughn I was never even spit up on by Vaughn he didn't that spit up so he didn't funny. pee like nothing and literally with her she's peed on Nick she's peed on me multiple times I'm like okay she's I don't know if it's just the air touches it differently and makes them I don't know what the deal is but literally I change her and it's like there's something instantly on top because she is probably going to pee on me and yeah it happens, happens girl. 
I guess I'm like, let me know. Um, no, but it's like the funniest thing. Cause I'm thinking like, wow. I, and she's projectile peed three times on me. This chick sometimes like has to be timed and taken off the boob. Cause she'll just eat forever. And yeah. Vaughn literally never threw up. So I'm like, I remember the first few times she was spitting up. I'm like, what is going on? She's sick. Oh my God. Like something's wrong. And then I was like, you know what? This is probably just how newborns can be. It's spitting up, but I'm just so not used to it. Um, so that's actually been kind of hilarious because I think we're getting a taste of like normal newborns where Vaughn yeah. just didn't do that stuff. And so we're like, uh, oh, I had like the opposite Aiden who was like spitter McGee, like every single, every single feeding, like it was insane. I'm like, I, my mom even was saying, she's like, I hope that Emery's not a spitter like he was. I'm like, uh, yeah, you're telling me I had to like have 20 million backup changes of clothes. And every time we went anywhere until he was able yeah. to like hold his hand up on his own. And like be more stable i think that was part of it, it was like a muscle thing then he was mm-hmm. fine but it was like months of this shit and i was like oh i cannot handle it. i know <laughs> and i didn't want anyone to ever hold him like even if it was like 15 minutes after he ate he would still do it so i'm like oh you might mm-hmm. not hold him. or i'd give him like 20 blankets and cover them like with a tarp <laughs> <laughs> with so a I'm tarp like, i don't want another spitter Oh my gosh, I know. It, I think so with her, I'm cutting dairy again because I think the dairy has to be as a part of it. And also, um, same of like, it's forever. Like, I literally hold her upright for 15 minutes after she eats now. That's what my lactation lady said. Just like, keep her upright 10 or 15 minutes. And I've noticed because sometimes she just won't burp. And if I don't, if I have to wait sometimes 15, 20 minutes and then she'll burp and then I can lay her down. So we've actually been sleeping a little elevated because um, I just don't want her to like sort of, and this chick, she is wild. Like I put her in little side sleeper last night cause she's been sleeping upright in her boppy for um, evenings cause of the, you know, kind of the reflux stuff. And yeah. I no joke, like side slept her just one time last night. And I look over bitches on her back. I'm oh like, excuse God. me. She like rolled on her back somehow. And it's because she's oh, fighting her swaddle because she hates being swaddled just like Vaughn. And she's like, oh. eh, eh, like trying to get out, rolled herself. I was like, that okay, so, so I don't know what to do with you. Yeah, like barely three weeks old. And she's like already like rolling herself in her swaddle. I'm like, oh my gosh, you are going to give me a run for my money check. Like, it is so funny the difference between them. But, um, yeah, but yeah, I mean, everything's just been it's been honestly pretty good I, I had a ton of help the first three weeks so like my dad was in town Nick was off we have a nanny like I think I'm gonna start hitting some real life pretty soon um and you know I think it'll be interesting to see how you know when she's six weeks three months you know six yeah. months how it kind of feels I think it'll start getting a little easier but also like there's going to be more need so it'll be interesting to see how it transitions but so far as good as it can be. It's, well, it's we'll a lot, the, but we'll take the bliss yeah. for now. We're excited. I'm into it. We are going to have, and we mentioned um, a, a couple weeks ago on our podcast, we are going to have the boys come on. And I definitely am excited to hear Nick's perspective because I know like John's perspective compared to mine is always like hilarious. Um, oh, so yeah. We'll dig in more to that and you'll obviously be further along. So we'll be excited to hear. Um, what kind of tips you guys can give us because you went through this first so I'm taking full advantage <laughs> yes oh my gosh please do and especially because we're like so close it's perfect but yeah it's going to be hilarious to hear Nick's tips because I can tell you right now he's going to be like 
John, just make sure there's always a bottle of wine open for her and make sure, like, he's going to have all the, like, he's going to throw me under the bus so hard for it. It's going to be oh, hilarious. No, like, you guys are going to definitely want to tune in. Yeah. He's in me. <laughs> it's just like, so funny. They really have never, I mean, they really, they've never been on the podcast because I'm just like, no. hey, it's going to be our number one listens and that's going to yeah. burst my ego a little bit because we'll be like, hey, we got popular because the guys were on. But also, B, I'm like, this guy is going to, like, make fun of me, like, no tomorrow. Like, I just can't even. <laughs> oh, yeah. I'm full on having to bribe Nick to hop on. He's like, maybe. I'm like, no, you're hopping on. Like, I don't care if it's because you're four beers deep, but, like, you're hopping on. And he's I know, like, I told John, like, you're going to be on the podcast, and we're going to be recording soon. He's like, on the podcast? I'm like, yep, okay, cool. I'll let you know when it's scheduled. <laughs> Oh my god, he told he told me he was gonna text John and like plan their protest. I'm like, don't you dare. Don't you dare. Yeah, he's like we're protesting. I'm like, John's too amenable. Like John will just be like, Okay, fine. I'm like, so sorry. You're he's Nick's the one that's like given all our children their strong willedness, you know. I mean, granted I guess I'm kind of stubborn too, but I feel like John's like, Yes, okay, fine, dang it. And Nick's like I'm devising a plan. Behind closed doors. <laughs> ah, you're like, just you wait. There's probably some things we can bribe them with. You'll be past the six week mark. I'll be trying yeah. to reduce Oh, God. <laughs> so, oh, my God. I can't even handle that moment. I'm literally like, Nick's already like, babe, you're feeling great. I'm like, it's three weeks. Don't touch me. <laughs> like, he's like, don't worry. I won't get you pregnant. I'm like, honestly. If you even ever again, I will kill you. I, I actually, with funny story, and then we'll, we'll let everyone go because I know this isn't like a full episode day. Um, but I, on my birthday, texted Nick that I wanted a vasectomy for my birthday because oh it was God. so intense, like being solo and then like Vaughn being sick and then monitoring her and she projectile puked randomly like two times that night out of nowhere. And then I oh. thought she was sick and like I was just so mentally like fried from being alone and by that I think it was probably 11 p.m. and I I just, we've been joking about like not making a decision right now if we're done but we're probably done and I literally like was so exhausted and so just like how the hell do people do this I can't imagine doing this again and yeah. I literally was like I want to vasectomy for my birthday and he wrote back so you've made a decision and I'm like I'm pretty damn sure but you know I'm still back and forth slightly but I'm pretty sure we're going to be done like yeah. two you got two hands two babies i haven't even had You're her done. yet and i'm just like i can't imagine just where i'm at with my pregnancy and like god i cannot complain it's been definitely a breeze knock on wood but i am getting yeah. so much like my body aches are so much more this time than last time obviously yeah chasing a toddler too i'm like i can't imagine having two of them and being pregnant and i'm like i'm getting older there's just like all these things are going in my head so i like said to john i'm like so are we like set on not having another one? And he's like, yep. I'm like, okay, me too. <laughs> and I don't know if yeah. that will change, but I'm like, right now I'm feeling like, okay, I'm, I'm cool with like not being outnumbered by the two. <laughs> you know? Totally. I'm the same. And it's true. Your body does just like, even though I recovered so well, my body, it does not feel normal. My stomach is so like soft compared to the last time. And you just feel, I mean, like you said, towards the end, you just, your body starts breaking down in different ways yeah. that it didn't before. And I can't imagine because I wouldn't want to have another one for three to four years. 
And I can't I imagine being 38, 39 and like trying yeah. to bounce back after my third, you know, it's different than these women that are having their first way late in the game. Cause your body is recovering from its first pregnancy. I feel like when you're doing it that much later and um, recovering from like a multiple one, your body's just so depleted, you know, from like nutrients and minerals and all this stuff that, you know, I'm like, they're stealing calcium from my teeth for sure. Um, yeah. Like, you know, I'm just yeah. like, I can't, sure. I can't. So I'm like, yeah, I just don't think my body physically, you know, and I've gotten, I've gotten out alive with two amazing pregnant. That's the thing. Like I've, I've yeah. loved being pregnant. I have really great pregnancies. Um, so I'm a little sad to not do that potentially again, but I also look at, you know, being tethered to a newborn again. It's, I love it with Sutton, but it is different with other children around and my body and mentally too. You forget how, how mental the transition is, you know, of like in your emotions are just all over the place. Um, you know, I'm like, I don't know that my psyche could handle any more breakdowns. I just want my body back too. Like I know obviously we're getting them in a nurse after and hopefully make it a year nursing. So that's like another year of something that's like my body's doing. Um, But yeah, I just get the feeling of like, okay. And like you said, I'm like, I I wouldn't want to do it for another three years. And that's like crazy to think about. But yeah, yeah, the the jury's out. But I feel you. I'm leaning more. Yeah. It's like 95.5. Exactly. I've always been like a two person for a while thinking or two kid person. Yeah. Even more so right now. <laughs> as I'm yeah, like I, I wasn't, but now I am. Now I'm like, okay, I don't know that I could like go through this cycle again of like the mom guilt and the newborn and uh, all that jazz, you know, I'm like, huh. yeah. <laughs> and then, like you said, you're outnumbered. I'm like, oh, I don't know that I want to be outnumbered. Yeah. Okay. Well, we need to let you go because you are still in the beginning weeks. You need to get your rest. Um, we'll yeah. Had you put Am I here? A little yeah. Thanks. That was actually perfect because I hear the babe wanting to nurse. She's like down there doing a little wine, and my boobs are telling me it's time. So I got to go, people. <laughs> if you guys want to hear more in depth about Heather's birth story, check out the blog. Like she said, um, she shares it all there. Hey, yo. Can't wait. (laughs) (laughs) Until next week. Bye, people. Thank you for joining A Space for Soul. If you like what you heard, don't forget to hit the subscribe button. We'll We'll love love you forever. For more information on today's topics, the notes from this episode can be found on our website, soulspace.co forward slash podcast. That's soulspace, S-O-L-S-P-A-C-E, co forward slash podcast you can also find us on instagram at soulspace.co catch us next week at the same place same time and as always feel free to tell a friend toodles